I'm Brooke. I'm Ryan. And we famously gave you the definitive rankings of the Kingdom Hearts worlds. But we're not stopping there. Full disclosure, we still don't know a lot about games. But we're PhDs in Kingdom Hearts. Kind of. Boss by boss. Tune by tune. Melody by memory. We're going to make you fall in love with the game again. And also with us. Maybe. So hop aboard the cricket cage of Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. The podcast. The podcast. Ryan, you need to play Hogwarts Legacy. Brooke, I was just having this conversation the other night, but it's not out on Switch. Still? It's still, it doesn't come out till November. So I got, I got like a month. Oh, I've been playing on PS4. Tell me everything. I'm loving it. I love my name. My name is Brooklyn Bridges. Um, <laughs> so something about me is that whenever I'm, I have to choose like an avatar in, um, in a game, I'm always Brooke, B-R-U-K-E, like in Animal Crossing and all the Pokemon games, like I'm always Brooke. And Brooklyn felt more British and I needed a last name and Bridges both also, it felt right. And I don't understand, again, like in the same way with like Zelda, where I was like, how are people like making this a terrorism game? Like, I'm just like, like, I'm just like enjoying flying on my broom. Like I'm solving puzzles. I'm casting spells. I can't play past 9 p.m. because I I get too scared. (laughs) It's not scary. (laughs) What scares you? The goblins scare me. The like being in the dark scares me. Um, The spiders scare me. Um, Just like truly like exploring in darkness scares me. Um, so I have to like, (laughs) not, and also it's activating, but like some of them, it's like similar to Zelda where it's, it's like as open world, if not more. Um, and so some of them are like assignments from teachers where you're like, you need to acquire like ingredients or plants or whatever in order to learn spells. There are like, like I will learn Avada Kedavra. I haven't learned it yet. So like, who knows what happens? Like, um, there, yeah. But the main, I, there's like a main quest. And what's interesting, so our friend Kyle is playing too. And so there's no ma- real differences in the gameplay based on what house you're in, except for the way that you get to the main part of the story so like I asked Kyle because I'm in Slytherin obviously and he's in Ravenclaw um and I was like I just got approached by some elf to like find him and like I had to go in a cave and like speak to a corpse and Kyle's version of that it all ends with this like ghost corpse Kyle had to go meet with Ollivander and Ollivander sent him on a quest. So like I had like a black, a black family elf trying like finding an heirloom and he had to go find the like Ollivander. And then Hufflepuff, you have to go to Azkaban, which is the only way in the game you can go to Azkaban. I'm just pronouncing it both ways just for fun. And Gryffindor is like something noble or whatever. Um, the worst house uh wait so the only way to go to azkaban is to be a hufflepuff yeah 
I mean, it, but that's the only thing. It's like it, the oh, that's the only thing that changes. I think, except like the order in which you meet people. And the main quest is it like Grand Theft Auto in Hogwarts, or like is there a plot? Are you just running around and like? No, it's not like Grand, well, Grand Theft Auto. No, no, no. There's a plot. From what I've heard, people are just like killing people and riding on their brooms. I and... truly don't know what that is. So like the main plot is that like you, do you want me to tell you? Yeah, give, give, give me a, a little taster. The main plot is that like you can, you can see ancient magic. And so this unlocks this like trial set forth by these like old hogwarts professors they call themselves the keepers and you have to complete that like you have to complete these how i don't know how many trials in order to like because there's this like goblin who's using some kind of i don't know much but like i know that there are these trials that i have to compete complete because there are these this this bad wizard is working with this bad goblin okay i'm hooked that's that's the main but like i'm like yeah it's i'm having a great time during the hours of when i'm done with work till nine approximately 9 p.m Oof. Oh, i can't wait to play how far in are you how many hours or is, is it um i haven't checked how many hours i'm in i've completed one trial but now that i've completed one trial like i have to do all these other things until i'm ready to complete the next trial uh is it reminiscent of Kingdom Hearts in any way, or is it its own thing? It's more, it, it, I would say it like probably is like a nice middle ground between Zelda and Kingdom Hearts. Like it's a little more focused than Zelda. And like, like people will like send you owls to start quests. Like you, you don't have to necessarily, like you are guided more it's like Kingdom Hearts if you didn't have to do it in any order. And uh -huh. like if you had to do like a lot of side things. Got it. I think you'll like it. I actually think it'll be a nice intro to more open world for you. Like Zelda will come after Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, because I think like especially, yeah. Because you can like track it to like... Like, what I like about it is it's like, oh, I need to go, yeah, I don't know. But I'm, like, exploring, like, it's not just Hogwarts. Like, you're in Hogsmeade. You're, like, all over the, like, surrounding Hogwarts area, Scotland. I'm so excited. And, okay, and did you ever play the, like, original Harry Potter PS2 games or? I didn't. But it takes place way, 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 way before our Harry Potter, our Hogwarts. <laughs> our Hogwarts. Oh, yeah. The one that you know we 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 went to where we met, uh, where we were on our bunk bed and where a girl left Hogwarts forever. Um, so my God, we our own moaning Myrtle. Our, <laughs> oh no! Someday we'll give the full origin story of us. I feel like we did already. That'll be a bonus episode. Yeah. You have to pay for that. That can't be public domain. Absolutely not. Um, Maybe the next time we're together in person, we can get belligerent and tell our own story. That's that's what this is all culminating to. Like this is yeah the, the when Riku shoves the Keyblade in Maleficent's heart. That's like what that will be for us. Well, I can't wait to play Hogwarts Legacy. I have a month and change. It's out November eleventh and. 
Oh my God, Veterans Day. <laughs> All the veterans of the Keyblade slash Quidditch war that happened. Where's that crossover? Are there are there two characters in the Harry Potter Kingdom Hearts universe who need to like get together or like belong? I really feel like Riku and Snape could understand each other. Like especially like old older Riku who's like experienced or also like what is the organization if not Death Eaters? Totally. And I do feel like, you know how Dumbledore in his youth was in love with a, a Grindelwald bad man? I feel like Dumbledore and Xehanort could have had a youthful dalliance like before he became a bad wizard. Like they know each other at least. They're on the same like circuit. Well, are you saying that Xehanort is not... No, Xehanort is Voldemort. Right, but I, I feel like... like I feel like Dumbledore and Xehanort are on the same level where like the way that... Ericus and Xehanort, when they were young, had like, you know, training and a lot of ideas. It sort of mirrors the Dumbledore Grindelwald where like they wanted to take over when the worlds when they were young. I do feel like Xehanort literally does split himself up into multiple pieces in order to become immortal. Like And they're both bald. And they're both bald. And I feel like they're both like like really bright stars when they're young. Like I feel like he does have more parallels to Tom Riddle. Yeah, they are. They're, they're essentially the same. Okay, I'm enjoying this this dalliance. Like, I want, like, if I were to cast it, like, I would make Pete be Hagrid, but I don't think that they serve the same role. And, like, Merlin is technically a crossover. <laughs> yeah, I mean, get some HP characters in Super Smash, and they can all go to Hollow Bastion and, and meet. Or maybe Disney will acquire... WB and Kingdom Hearts 4 will have a Harry Potter world. I doubt it. Oh, but who's like, I feel like the three are more like Terra, Aqua, and Ventus more than they are Sora. Like, I feel like Harry feels like more like a Terra and like Ron is Ventus and Hermione is Aqua. That's like, I feel like that feels more correct to me. Yeah, but they're a little goofy too. Like, oh, but Ron is Donald. So too goofy is Hermione. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right all right let's get into the correct ip i'm pulling up our spreadsheet because brooke this week i did pre-rank the music oh good i won't be moving i have my i do my handwritten notes now hermione is that you i am a virgo moon after all okay so first of all i'm almost done with kingdom Hearts one enjoying it so much i did want to ask you like this is what you're like third fourth time playing at this point like how are you feeling this playthrough i think i'm just kind of enjoying the craft of it like i know it's coming i'm exploring places you know you know when you i'm in hollow bastion right now and you know where you're in the the lift stop and you're like i don't know where that goes and i don't have time because i kind of get to get through the story i'm going the places that i haven't really noticed before like down to the dungeons exploring the secrets i'm keeping donald and goofy in my party so i can do trinities and it's just great it's like revisiting an old friend but my brother and i have a deal where if i beat sephiroth which i never have you can beat sephiroth that, that's the goal for this playthrough my brother and i have this deal that if I, it's just, I need to put it out there so it's on record for him and you can be the witness. If I beat Sephiroth in Kingdom Hearts 1, he will play Birth by Sleep because he's played 1 and 2 and 3. 
he hasn't played birth by sleep and he keeps shitting on it he's like oh who's this blue-haired girl like why do i need to learn he's played three and he doesn't know who the blue-haired girl is yeah he doesn't know the origin story so anyway that's that's what this playthrough is all about it's getting my brother to get sucked into my second favorite kingdom hearts game which we will someday rank the bosses and music. I've beaten Sephiroth. I've beaten Sephiroth in one and two. And if I can do it, you can do it. Speaking of just a really quick tangent, I, I want the people to know that I also have beaten Zelda. Breath, uh, Tears, Tears of the Kingdom. I've completed it and I cried. That's all. Oh, is it 10 out of 10? The final battle really requires you to have to f- use your fighting skills, which is not my strong suit in some of the like birth by sleep even dream like when block becomes invaluable and like it's like you have to be able to shield parry and like flurry rush is what it's called but you have to block and then you can attack and that's just not how I play (laughs) and so that was really difficult but then the second part of the battle is like really beautiful all right that's my new year's resolution after I finish Hogwarts Legacy to beat both those we actually, I want to figure out a time when I can come to Taylor Swift's new favorite town, Kansas City. I will st- I will come and start with you because I feel like, especially with Breath of the Wild, the first, like, the tutorial part is actually harder than anything else. That's what I need. I feel like it's watching, like, Game of Thrones or something where I couldn't do it on my own. Then someone's like, all right, I'm going to sit you down and make sure you get through the, the, the bad parts. So let's do it. Let's do it. I am so happy for you finishing Tears of the Kingdom. In the meantime, we are firmly in kingdom hearts one and we've got some we've got some tunes for you from some lovable worlds would you say lovable i don't know i mean i feel like we're starting off with a bang a splash if you will you're always saying where is the disney ip music and we've got it here coming at you live from my brand new iphone 15 look how big this camera the camera is that's chunky it's so chunky picture a dolphin triggered triggered i don't yeah i don't know if it's a good trigger or a bad trigger but it is definitely a trigger i put this honestly as unrankable (laughs) it's iconic it's 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 beyond it's so much more than kingdom hearts and then i then i was like okay fine but ryan was getting on my case about giving it too many things tens and so i gave it a 9.5 because I was just like, I can't give it a 10, but it is under the sea and I feel like it deserves a 10. Okay. For the record, you can give out as many 10s as you want, but there are only so many things that are unrankable. Otherwise, we devalue the unrankable rank. Inflation. You're right. You're right. I just wrote unrankable iconic. (laughs) Brooke, you're going to hate me. Ryan, I want to say something. I want to put something on the record. Okay. I I would never hate you. (laughs) But you're going to be angry. You're going to be really angry because I thought long and hard about this. I like Little Mermaid. I like Under the Sea, but it doesn't quite fit the world. I don't feel like the vibes of Atlantica really fit this sort of (laughs) tropical. 
Brooke learned about a cadaver right now, and she. <gasps> I'm gonna rip this photo of us off the wall. <laughs> oh, it's, I mean, you're gonna be so mad. I mean, I'll give it some more points if. No, 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 no. The right amount of fury in your eyes. You pre-rated. You pre-rated. Give it what you want. I think this world is big and dark and a little mysterious, and I just don't feel Calypso vibes. Like, if they were going to pick a world to give us music from a movie, I just don't think this is it. I actually think the Atlantica music in Kingdom Hearts 2, which is a little bit more serene and mysterious, almost captures the vibe of this a little more. Like, when we're in Cavern Nook, or when we're in Ursula's scary lair, we're, and we're even when we're in the shipwreck and we've just fought the shark, it doesn't have the menace. It's playing when you're in the dark places too. Yes. Oh, I feel like it really fits the vibe of the like big blue open world room. Yes. Triton's Palace, yes. Big open areas, maybe, but the caves, the sucky, sucky. Tunnel of, of water, the shipwreck, mm, cavern nook. Sucky, sucky tunnel of water. A good, <laughs> a good Saturday night. <laughs> uh, it's been a while since I've experienced a sucky, sucky tunnel of water, but uh, here's to hoping. That's so crazy. That's what I call my, like, if I was a romance author, like, describing my lady female parts what a lot of romance authors call the entrance i think i would be like and then he entered my sucky sucky water (laughs) one time i was having a legitimate conversation with a friend and i was like you have to be careful it's a really gentle threshold and we actually decided that gentle threshold is like a really euphemistic way to describe I don't know why I'm like shying away from saying vagina on this podcast vagina 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 there I said it thrice sucky sucky water tunnel (laughs) (laughs) well for our next fanfic we got to find something Atlantica themed and see how they described the entrance of the sea people I feel like it's gonna be some Ursula shit I can't wait tentacle (laughs) Put it in the poopsies. Wait, speaking of that, I'm sorry to make this about something completely on Kingdom Hearts. I've had wine. I haven't, I haven't, this is going to be like our almost unhinged. People are going to, are going to be like, this. <laughs> they lost, they lost the, the point of the journey. But so James and I, my, my boyfriend, we were talking about, and <laughs> I'm afraid to say this. We were talking about the shocker and I didn't know that the shocker was called the shocker because it hits both holes at the same time. Well, obviously two in the pink, one in the stink. I had never heard that. That's what he told me. And I was like, I'm such a virgin. (laughs) So you've never encountered anyone talking about the shocker? I've heard, we've talked about, I've talked about the shocker. I've seen, I've seen the, this, right? I've seen the shocker, but I've never experienced, encountered, been anywhere near my sucky sucky water tunnel has never been anywhere near a thundaga, if you will. <laughs> the trident. What 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 did you think it was? I thought that it all went in the front hole and that that was shocking. <laughs> because let me tell you, it would be. 
Wow. I mean, keep me honest because not, not my, your my forte, but it is it is exhausting to mash your digits repeatedly into anything, let alone to have one out of the running, out of the game, sit on the bench. I also like, Carpal I mean, like pinkies are the shortest finger and you're expecting it to go a long way. I actually, if a gun to my head, I couldn't tell you the different, the distance between the two holes. So maybe it's actually like much, maybe I need to go spend some more time with my own body, but like I... <laughs> As I look at the mirror behind you and picture you just like touch your toes, like <laughs> get a measuring tape out. I put like Maurice glasses on and I just like, there's just like four, four lenses deep. And I'm just like, <laughs> Marlon's like crazy old. <laughs> anyway. Wow, I'm I, I. It takes a lot to shock me. No pun intended on this podcast, and and you you just said this won't be pretty. Raised your tried in the air. Mm, not very tasty. Editing that episode last week with just like we had like maybe seven minutes of trying to find not very tasty. I felt so bad. Like going through, and I was like, how much will the listeners appreciate? Let us know. Was it the right amount? But we never found it. We never found the answers. Anyway. I'm going to make a poll about it this week. Okay. So what's your rank for um, Under the Sea Kingdom Hearts edition? Well, speaking of a shocker, I don't feel like it totally fits the field vibe. Field meaning like non-battle music of all of Atlantica in Kingdom Hearts 1. Nonetheless, I love the music. You know, I think it's a fun rendition. I gave it a 6.75. That is alarming. I'm trying to rewrite the narrative. (laughs) Um, That is alarming. Okay, well, transitioning then into the music, the battle music, do you want to try to sing An Adventure in Atlantica? Or do you want me? Oh, I would love... Do you you have it in your brain? Isn't it just like... I think I might have Destiny Islands in my head. Or Wick. Maybe. Uh, You go. I know my place. I do have to say, and I know I say this every week for the last three years, your your recall for this is like truly astounding to me. And I will never be over it. It's funny because I like edit these at the gym like yes. i'll like i'll i'll sort of edit down i'll listen to it and i'll be like working out so like i feel like every time you say that now like i'm at the gym because you've said it before and i'm like on the treadmill and then all of a sudden like brooks are like i know i've said this before your recall is amazing to me and it always hits the compliment <laughs> this is what i thought i was right in my head Okay, I want you to go first. Wow. Okay. I think that it is working with problematic, not bad, problematic source material. And it's basically just like a 
a reverse riff on the melody structure of Under the Sea. So it's like a chaotic Calypso experience. And it does have some of the chaos, but it just doesn't feel like it feels like a stressful party on the beach. Like it's about to rain. And then all of a sudden the people are like playing a, like a, a Tiffany or, a, or not a Tiffany. A, what, a, what is the thing that you play on the... A steel drum? A steel drum. Yeah. It's just like, you need to get off the beach. It's going to rain. So I gave it a 5.5. Wow. We had really different experiences because I thought that this was the best battle like extrapolation from a bass theme. So I said it's maybe the best battle music, like especially in relationship to its its non-battle. I give it an 8.5. I, I was just going to say, I think that this series has been our most contentious. And I think that that is so exciting because what is music if not subjective? All right. What is music if not subjective? All right. I'll let it I'll let it stand. So we're skipping now to the deep end, which is the Ursula fight music. Yep. Ursula, Ice Titan, Dragon Maleficent. Do you want to give it a go? Do you want to give it a go? No. Okay. Okay, it goes. Da 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 I like the record to show that Ryan's vowel or his syllable choice has changed. From what to what? I feel like you're a doot doot do, do guy and you just give me a dot dot. Uh, well, when you're in that much danger. Give it a six. I think it's forgettable. I don't think it's as good as the other Disney villain battle music. I think it sounds like it was almost the Hollow Bastion music, but it's not. And so it's not for me. Were you like, this is it? Forgettable? I gave it forgettable, yeah. Uh, okay. I would say it's interesting. Mm. I love this battle music because it's used so sparingly and only for the really big enchilada fights this is only for hard fights so once you know you hear this music it's like stressful mm. but not like chaotic mm. it feels high stakes i i gave it a nine wow a reverse six a reverse six. famously <laughs> the nine famously known as the reverse six yes wow yes indeed brooke and i think that's it that's it for atlantica let's ditch our swim trunks for pumpkins, just like we're doing right now. Perfect time of year for it. Perfect. And then I know it does more, right? There's like a whistle-y tone. There's some, yeah, there's some syncopation that occurs. 
I mean, it really comes down to, do you like the theme again, that was lifted from Nightmare Before Christmas? Do you like it? And is it appropriate for the world? That's what I was thinking of. This like clarinet flute moment or the oboe maybe. I gave it a 9.5. I actually think it's better. I, I, I But now that I gave Atlantica 9.5, I want to give it a 10 because I actually think that this is perfect. <laughs> and I'm not a huge Halloween Town fan. Like, I think that it's hummable. I think it's, it's an earworm. Like, this is one that, like, gets stuck in your head. I think it's one that is derivative, if not directly taken from the movie. It... It makes sense in the world, I think, more than Under the Sea does. Mm. I'm giving it a 10. It's rankable, but it's a 10. Okay. Okay. I love this music. I think it's definitely hummable. And one thing that I love is they they put in sound effects in the backgrounds. Like you hear a wolf howling. It, it just really perfectly matches the world. Um, it is directly lifted out of the source material, so that kind of makes me be like, well, did they really, like, they didn't have to write anything new. So I give it an 8.5. It's it's great field music just for just for the effort. You know, they didn't have to do that much work, but they really made it feel like it had sound effects and really made it feel like it matched, matched the world. All right. So can you sing Spooks of Halloween for me? Uh, only if you ask like that. Okay. So it goes... Right, you first. I'm not going to lie. I think this improves and builds upon the original music in a constructive mm -hmm. way where it turns This Is Halloween into like exciting battle music that really is, it's very similar to Under the Sea and Atlantic Adventure where it just sort of like reverses the melody structure. I give it an 8.75. I gave it an 8.75. Oh my gosh. We're back in alignment, baby. Yeah, oh wait, that was so exciting. I agree a hundred percent. We're back, baby. We're back. It's it's not hummable. I would say it's interesting. It's interesting. It captures the vibe. It's perfect. It's like the perfect riff on this is Halloween. It's like they did the work. Let me clarify. It's perfect for this. It's not perfect. Yes. But it's perfect for this. Per you know, things can be perfect for each other. Exactly. It's not, it's not perfect. It's not perfect for me. But it's perfect for what its purpose is. Mm -hmm. It's perfect for Halloween. Yes. Oh my God. Speaking of Halloween, do you know what you're going to be for Halloween? Can I go on a quick tangent? I I think I set you up for that. Yeah. I, okay, Brooke. 
I have never. I'm going down this Betty Davis wormhole. Like I watched All About Eve, and then I watched. Have you never seen All About Eve? Never seen All About oh, no. Eve. And then have you seen Whatever Happened to Baby Jane? No. Should I watch that? Oh my God, Brooke! It's like a Hitchcock movie, but if if Hitchcock was full of strong older female characters who are also like Hollywood royalty dames, oh. Betty Davis gives the most unbelievable. I mean, she's amazing performance. She's in everything. Brooke, this is her, maybe some of her finest work. It okay. is. She plays this child star who gets forgotten and then has to take care of her sister who becomes a movie star in her own right and then becomes crippled. And she goes crazy and wants to have her comeback as a child star at the age of like 65. I mean, it's so good. Um, That's what I would be following. What, what happened to baby Jane? She's got like white, scary face, like very mime vibe. I think you love a mime. You are a mime. Kyle and I were talking about just like going to a spirit Halloween and seeing what inspires us. Like, I'm not trying to be creative this year. I think I might finally do the like gizmo gremlins mogwai onesie. Mm. But let me tell you, there's a gremlin dog costume. So Marlin can be Marlin. a gremlin and I can be a mogwai. <laughs> I think I'm probably gonna. That do. is, you have to. Are, you have to. You have to order it, or Brian, I have to get more wine. Will you start to speak to Hook's pirate ship? I'll be back before you know it. Oh, I will do it as you get the wine because there's no reason to listen to it. It goes. Okay. Enough, enough, please. <laughs> Release me. I gave it a two. I hate this world. <laughs> I hate everything about it. Oh, uh, it's so, I mean, it's, it's irritating. Yeah, it's awful. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare before, during, and after Christmas. I, I completely agree. I gave it a two as well originally, but then I thought of one thing. Oh, and I was like, uh, creaky old ship. You hear this song and you're on a creaky old ship. Like it, it does <sighs> capture the vibe a little bit, so I gave it a three. I just gave one extra point. Okay. It's terrible, but play it. Do you want me to play it? Yeah, if you can handle it. objectively like, like yoko is a genius and like i'll never say anything other than that but i hate this it's a two <laughs> it's like it's creaking come to life it's like if creaking was a song do you wanna do you know the pet i don't even know how to say this word oh pirates gig you i don't know it feels like a spelling bee word pirates gig you <laughs> The pirates gig you. Oh, okay. Captain I feel like I have to be like Smee when I say it. Captain Hoko. That's how my impression of Smee. <laughs> I demand that you look up what a gig you is while I sing it. So it goes 
I can't believe we said gig How would we have known that G-I-G-U-E is jig? Do you remember when we were in college and we spent like at least 30 minutes trying to figure out how to spell zhuzh? Brooke, I think about that a lot because I, <laughs> I, I, I really, I try to use it on Slack a lot. Like, oh, let me zhuzh this real quick. And I still don't know. How to I think it. it's, isn't it like Z-H-U-J it? or something crazy? I don't even know how to Google it. Like, I don't even know, like, what words to say to explain Okay, it. well, just before I look up zhuzh, jig, gugug, is a lively piece of music in the style of, of a dance, typically of the Renaissance or Baroque period. Oh, gigug is the French word for jig, for jig. Oh, So okay. when you, when you, tell, when you was... tell me that, I'm like, obviously, it's just a jig. Well, this is famously said in England, so that's neither here nor there. Zhuzh. Zhuzh, are you ready? Zhuzh. Z H U Z H. Z H U Z H. Z H U Z H. Zhuzh. That doesn't even sound like the word you're saying. I think there must be like a J in it, but if that's what they say, it's Yiddish. Who am I to debate? Zhuzh. Z H U Z H. You can always text me and be like, remind me how to spell Zhuzh at any time of day. I'll just do the hair emoji, just like the... Be like, spell that word. Not be like, shush. <laughs> so here's the thing about the pirate's jig. I will call it by its French name. Pirate's jig. I remember it being really hard in Melody of Memory, so I'm surprised that I didn't remember it because it's in compound time. That's hard to do. As someone who's horrible at rhythm, you should note this. I actually think this feels more like Peter Pan to me than the creaky old ship. Like it's it's a ship, but in what why why is it a creepy old ship? It's not. It's just a ship. In fact, it's a magic ship, so it's not actually creaky and old at all. And like musical theater captain hook like loves a tarantella like loves a dance and so this to me feels more appropriate for where we are so i still don't love it i want to make that clear so i give it a 5.75 it's interesting to me brooke i think this is oh no hummable you think it's hummable my compound time king i think I love a challenge and I respect a challenge. Of all the Pirates worlds we've gotten, we've got, you know, we've got the Caribbean, we've got Port Royal. This is the best, liveliest pirate themed music. And I think this is the only time the world ever comes alive for me is when I'm listening to this music. Um, I give it an 8.75. Wow. I think just the, the contrast is there and it feels like battle music. It's exciting. It, it feels like adventurous I, I love it. I love it. Wow. Well, do you know Neverland Sky off the top of your head? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I included it because I it's that iconic to me. All right. We're standing on Big Ben, and then we get... Do, 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 do,
Got drive. Let me stop you real quick because here's what I think happened. Are you ready for this? This is so similar to the Neverland music we get in Birth by Sleep, and it feels like they were like magical ship Neverland Yoko composed this for the field music for neverland and then they're like it doesn't feel like a creaky old ship and she was like oh we've got the deadlines in two days and then they were like you have to compose something so she composed captain hook's pirate ship to fill the space and then they used this as like a tip because i love this this feels like neverland to me this feels like flying to me this feels like pixie dust to me i give this an 8.5 i love this this is humble mm. This is magical. I gave it because it's so short and it's not integrated to the plot as much. It 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 just feels like set apart, but I still love it and gave it a seven point seven five. Cool. It, and it feels celebratory. Like it feels like you survived this horrible world, yeah. and all of a sudden you're at Big Ben and you get to listen to this amazing music and yeah. enjoy your life. All right. I'm just thrilled that we came back in alignment. I think Atlantica was maybe the only time we've ever really truly disagreed. Is that true? No, I mean, I don't know. We'll have to check the spreadsheet for that. But next week, we get some good themes. We're coming in blazing hot. And I think it's our last episode of Kingdom Hearts 1. Let's see. I bet we could mine two more. Okay. Okay. 